Hello and welcome back to Post Traumatic Revelations. I am your host, Ofra Caraballo. And in today's episode, we are looking at what it takes to heal in my life and in my work. I've come to realize and believe these four words no safety, no healing. Very simple. If there's no safe place to be, healing won't happen. Now, let's look a little closer at the words safety and healing. Both words are very subjective, meaning different things to different people. Who you are, where you are in the world, depending on your place and space in the world, Safety and healing will vary. But let's first look at the general definitions of safety and healing. So safety means the condition or state of being supported, protected, guarded, sheltered, protected from danger, harm, risk, damage, or loss. So a broken bone would need a cast, a splint, a sling, something that would restrict motion or support, some kind of support to properly facilitate healing for that bone. Similarly, a broken heart or broken mind would need stability, support, protection, predictability, care, a loving, nurturing environment to support and facilitate proper healing. And healing, what does that mean? Well, The general definition for healing is the process of becoming sound or healed. The process of becoming healthy, the process of repairing, of becoming whole again. But if you have multiple traumas and multiple losses, and most of us do, what does that look like? What does safety and healing look like when we have a history of multiple traumas? Again, just as trauma is subjective, so too is the idea of safety and healing and what that means, who you are, where you are, your place and space in the world will determine what you need to feel safe and healed. For some people, safety is getting to the emergency room. Other people, it's getting to a shelter or a halfway house. For some people, it's getting home, knowing that the gates are locked, your doorman is at the door. And for some people, safety is a remote island. And healing can be just as varied. For some people, 
healed is no more swelling or no more bleeding. For some people, healing means no more physical pain, but there's a limited range of motion. For other people, healing means no more pain, no more fear, and full range of motion. The ability to live freely without fear of being hurt. So I'm wondering what does safety and healing mean to you? Ironically, the safer we feel, the more adventurous, the more open, the more willing and free we are to try new things, to risk being hurt, to risk loss. Think about it. Think about babies. They're just daring. They're just exploring and trying things, new foods new areas, they're just free to roam, or people who've never been in love, never been in the military, never been married or never had kids. Those people who haven't really loved and lost and people who haven't been touched really by trauma. Personally, I don't know anyone fitting that description. We all have loss. We all have trauma. But I know that we are more open and adventurous in those areas where there's no festering wounds, no unhealed traumas, no unhealed pain. We love differently after a divorce, after a breakup. We show up in the world differently When we have kids, we're more cautious, more careful. We show up differently after we've deployed to a war zone. We show up differently after the loss of a loved one or the loss of a job, right? It leaves a wound. And ideally, we find a safe place to heal that wound, but until there's healing, we kind of show up with a limp, right? So if you can find a safe place that is supportive, encouraging, loving, nurturing, stabilizing, a place that allows you to be relaxed, a place that fosters peace and trust, healing will happen. When the mind and the body are calm, the organism that is your body starts to heal on a cellular level. Muscles relax, blood flows more easily, digestion is easier, your immune system functions start to improve. And of course, the opposite is true, right? 
well, we have this unresolved trauma in us. It's like a broken bone with no support. So trying to love, trying to care for somebody when you already have a broken heart that's not healed, it's like trying to hug with a broken arm, trying to stroll on the beach with someone when you have a broken leg is like trying to love with a broken heart. And so it's not very pleasant, not very comfortable, and it's clumsy and messy and jagged. But we try because, well, who wants to stay isolated, right? Who wants to stay in that hurt place? So we try to move forward and we try to live without doing the healing work. And it slows us down. But if we give ourselves permission to stop, assess the wounds and address the wounds, we can start that healing process. We must give ourselves permission to heal. We must be our own safe place first. Healing is an inside job. No one can heal you. You must give yourself permission. We can all support you. Your family, your friends, your therapist, your co-workers, your neighbors, your teachers, your coaches, we can all be support and guides, but true healing, that requires your permission. That's an inside job. came across this study by Sokolaris and Company done in 2015. They developed something called the Optimal Healing Environment Framework. And they listed four elements needed for optimal healing. And the first one is internal. Healing intention, an internal personal intention of wholeness. So you need to want it. You need to give yourself permission to be healed, permission to allow yourself to be supported, permission to allow the recovery process to happen. And the second one is interpersonal healing relationships and healing organizations. So this is about being with and being around people who nurture you, people who support you, people who energize you, people who encourage and want you to be healed and whole again. 
The third one is behavioral healing lifestyles, integrative care. So this one is about doing things that foster and support your healing intentions, like therapy, like meditation, like exercising and yoga, but actually doing things that facilitate, that help you to achieve the goal of healing. And the fourth one is external healing spaces, ecological sustainabilities. And this one is where you live in this way that you're connected to your environment, connected to the world around you. So you're volunteering and you're donating and you're allowing yourself to not only heal, but also be a healing space. So you're connected and there's this sense of reciprocity, this give and take in the healing process that you're working to make the world a better place, right? So we know that simply witnessing an act of kindness can actually make us feel better. Like think about it when you see two people run up to each other and give each other a hug. It does something to your body, right? Or you see someone helping a child or helping someone across the street. But when we witness kindness, we physiologically on the cellular level, our bodies respond to that and we feel a little bit better. And the same is also true if we witness acts of violence, acts of cruelty. We are feeling uneasy, right? That part of the definition of post-traumatic stress, post-traumatic stress disorder <laughs> is not only have you experienced something, but have you witnessed a traumatizing event, right? That someone's life was in danger or taken, um, that that can also have a traumatizing effect on us, that we understand that on a chemical level, we respond to what we see in the world. And so the point is, is we are so connected that, we are affected for better or for worse by how we show up in the world. So we can choose to be a safe place that facilitates healing, or we can be a place that delays healing for ourselves and for others. And if we think about those four elements of optimal healing put out by Sacolaris and company, we can see that internal, interpersonal, behavioral, and external expressions start with us individually. Both safety and healing starts where we are, and we radiate that out. So if we're working on ourselves internally, that radiates out to the people we love and care about. And I often re remind myself and my clients that taking care of yourself is taking care of 
the people and things you say you care about. No safety, no healing is a simple and powerful concept that I've seen play out in many different ways. So often we adopt behaviors and ideas to feel safe after a trauma. We adopt behaviors like fear, worry, shame, judgment, guilt, anger. We adopt these behaviors and ideas trying to cope with the traumas we've been through. So we detach, isolate, sit in depression, blame, isolation, promiscuity, aggression, helplessness, hopelessness. We become controlling and defensive and anxious, all in an effort to feel in control again, to feel safe again. And all post-traumatic behaviors, all behaviors really, but we're looking at post-traumatic behaviors here, but all of our behaviors are focused on feeling safe again. We want to feel in control again. We don't want to feel powerless. We don't want to feel vulnerable. We don't want to feel weak. We don't want to feel that sense of helpless, hopeless terror and horror that we felt during those traumatic events. And so we adopt these behaviors, these ideas in an effort to protect ourselves, in an effort to feel safe, but Ironically, they end up delaying healing. They end up delaying our recovery. They end up isolating us. And we end up in our post-traumatic prisons. And healing can't reach us. You can't feel safe and angry. You can't feel safe and anxious. You can't feel safe and depressed. You can't feel a sense of safety and be judgmental and feel guilty and feel ashamed. And so true safety is knowing that you are protected no matter what happens. And that kind of knowing is truly an inside job. I had a client tell me after we'd been working together that after we did several treatments of EMDR, she said something and it's still It just makes me pause. But she said to me, now I know 
that I'm safe. Not because I'll never be hurt again, but because I can never really be hurt again. And that is this other level knowing, other level thinking, right? This is beyond just the physical. That knowing comes from connecting to your creator. The thing that beats your heart, the thing that blinks your eyes, whatever you want to call it, the power, the source that moves your blood, that heals your cuts. Safety is knowing you are more than what's happened to you. Safety is knowing that you were made to float on the deepest oceans. Safety is knowing that you are so much more than what has happened to you, that even when you're sleeping, something's beating your heart, something's keeping your blood warm, something is healing your cuts, your bruises, that that something is always there and always available. And so safety is knowing that beyond the physical, something is working on your behalf and you can connect to that something with that something and allow the repair, the recovery, the healing, and true healing waits for you in that knowing. Fear and faith cannot hold the same space. Healing and illness cannot hold the same space. Safety and danger cannot hold the same space. Hatred and love cannot and will not ever hold the same space. Doubt and hope cannot hold the same space. And so I invite you to be a place of love, of hope, of healing. I invite you to be a place of safety and freedom, first for yourself, and then for the people you care about. And let that move and radiate in the world. Thank you again for your time and your permission. Thank you. And until next time, be well. Thank you.